Everybody, welcome to another episode of Film Seizure. I'm Jason Oliver, and I'm Jeff Arbuckle. You you went a little southern there. I went a little southern. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, was like, I don't know where that came from. Uh, what's going on there? I, don't know. I, may, I think maybe subconsciously I was trying to put on an Italian accent, <laughs> and it went full southern. I don't know. You watch an Italian movie, the accents are all over the place. Right. Um, but yes, welcome to another episode of all the podcasts of the horror. <laughs> <laughs> or also known as film seizure. Also known as film seizure. Uh, yeah, yep. uh, it, it was released as film seizure in some areas of the world. Yes, yes, alternate titles. Yeah. Yeah. So what did we watch today? We watched Sergio Martino's 1971. 72. 72, yeah, ish. Giallo. Yeah. Um, All the Colors of the Dark. Yes, and uh yeah so this and i say giallo just because it's it's got some elements that you There's don't some... generally get in a giallo right um right it's um yeah no well, well i'm sure we'll talk about yes, that certainly um because i think this is kind of sold as giallo yeah oh certainly um so it's uh not exactly uh, I mean, I, I think people who are Giallo fans are are kind of like going for it with yeah. with that in mind. I think people, most people, consider this a Giallo, and I think ultimately it is. Um, and we could talk about that later as well with kind of how things wrap up in the conclusion. Yeah. Um. So, but it's sort of got like a a supernatural feel to it. Yeah, and some that, giallos that, do. That, that but wasn't really like the core of the early giallo. No, but but it wasn't some, probably until um, maybe Argento started to to bring a lot of that into. Yeah, the giallo. Yeah, because like there's certainly stuff like Deep Red, a few a couple of years later, that that certainly plays with a a, a, a supernatural yeah. tone. Yeah. Um, but we'll we'll get into that because this, right. this this mixes up a a bunch of a bunch of stuff that we've talked about in the past. Yeah. In in movies. Um so uh this was released uh recently by uh Severin. And Severin uh this was one of their uh end of year releases last year yeah it was one of their black friday right release. and because yeah. uh, they they partnered it with a, a documentary about giallo yes and so it is um it, it is definitely a um it, it's definitely geared with that in mind oh, that, sure. that, that and i think martino probably mostly did yeah giallo uh, straight giallo yeah oh yeah i mean i think he i think maybe he made his name initially with um case of the scorpion's tail which he made right before this right then he made this all the colors of the dark then he made um 
your vice or maybe he, he did uh your vice is a locked room and only i have the keys the same year as all the colors of the dark something yeah. like that so, so give, give us that name give uh, us that title again. your your vice is a locked room and only i have the key that just rolls right off the yeah tongue. right yeah. It's like, like, but that's not a great giallo title though it's yeah like they all have these very weird kind of descriptive titles right yeah which i think are really cool you don't see that anymore right and well i mean like yeah, because if we think about like uh, 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 the bird with crystal plumage, yeah, and, and when you hear that title, it's like, huh? Yeah, because when because it seems like that is like the name of a diamond or something, you know. Well, that's what. But, I, yeah, I like what I like about those 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 um the you know those, those Italian thrillers, the early giallos especially, is because it's almost like the title is a clue. To, right. to what's going to be revealed in the movie. Right. Because so part of the fun is figuring out how the title works into the plot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because then like, uh, right. Because like, yeah, the, 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 the bird with crystal plumage, I mean, that was like a, a massively important thing that you can look out a window and see yeah. to give the clue to who's the murderer. Yeah. And yeah, so okay, so the scorpion tail is the exact same thing. Right. It's like that the scorpion tail is mean something. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, but this I think is just kind of a cool title. Yeah, it is, and I know it, it. It kind of is one of those sort of abstract titles that lends it lends itself to how this movie sort of presents itself. This, this it's movie a lot is of very dream surreal. Logic and, sur- and surreal. Yeah, yeah, is the word for sure. Um, so. This movie has a very interesting beginning. Yeah. So, for one, the first thing you see is you just see this calm uh-huh. lakeside yep. shot. You got some trees. You got some stuff. It's very serene. It's very serene. You've got some. You got some credits. The credits are are nice and normal. The music is pretty Italian. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but it's also very um, almost romantic. Yeah. And then then it just. It throws you right into the weird. I got a list of yeah. what we saw at the beginning. Yeah. We got an old lady wind-up doll, which <laughs> never was seen again. I don't know what that was. But she had, like, fucked up teeth, and she walked around like a wind-up doll. And then at some point, she fell over. Yeah. You got a pregnant lady with an afro. Yeah. And I thought, is that is this lady black? No, she's not. She's not? No, she's, she's just she's... Mediterranean. Oh, okay. Because that's that's our lead actress's mother, as we find out. That is supposed to be the lead actress's yeah. mother? Well, who is in the bed who gets... Her. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. It is her. Um, you got some eyeballs, some close-up of eyes. Yeah. Some blue, very blue eyes. Uh, very off-putting blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Dead Babe, our lead actress. Yeah. Okay. And then you got some stabby-stabby action. And it's uh, and it's like, what the fuck am I looking at? And and pregnant mom is rubbing her pregnant belly with uh, with blood, with stabby stabby blood, stabby stabby blood. Yeah, yep. yeah. So it's like, man, what is going on? And, here? and it's like the and there's like a crazy, um, uh, like I don't know, like doll faced man in a wig, also. Yeah, he's got like a wig on, and he's he almost looks like a. Um, I think he's meant to be the obstetrician or something. Yeah, he, yeah, he so he looks like sort of like the when you know you wore wigs to court, right? Oh, and uh, painted a bear, your face. Uh, like, uh, what is uh, that? Uh, uh, Paint your uh, face uh, white. Uh, uh, what a bear! Um. <laughs> I can't risk you. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> a bard You're ward. You're trying to rescue, yeah. rescue, rescue me, and I can't rescue you. A, 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 a bard ward. A bard ward. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Anyway, it, it's barrister. Like a barrister. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very creepy um, opening. And it's all, you know, like this is her nightmare is what you're seeing. And it's and ours, it's pretty, too. And it's a recurring nightmare. Yeah, and it's having. so weird. Yeah. Although we only see the doll we, we, lady yeah. once and the barrister We only once. see that specific version right. of the nightmare once. Yeah. We see a lot of her uh, dead in the bed uh-huh. throughout the... Yeah. but And getting attacked. Yeah. So this girl wakes up from this nightmare. And oh, who's the who's the lead actress? Uh, Ed Ed Edwig oh, um, Finnick. Ed, Edwig Finnick, I believe, yeah. is how you pronounce her name. Yes, and um, she's in a lot of yes. European horror movies. Yes, she's kind of the later Barbara Steele, uh, is what I would classify her as. Uh-huh. When Barbara Steele kind of gave it up in in the late sixties, um, this this lady probably came along. Um, but anyway. Um, so she's she's a little little shaken up by this. Yeah. So she gets up and she's wearing her her nightgown or or whatever pajamas pajama shirt really is all it is. And then you realize she's standing in the shower <laughs> and she starts taking a shower with her clothes on. So that should tell you where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. It also informs her husband who comes home. To to uh, where he's at. Right. It's like oh, this, we're, oh, having, we're we having again. another one of those days. Huh? Yeah. Here we yeah. go again. Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he gives her that look like I'm surprised, but not really, and disappointed. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she is mentally infirm, uh, and she is constantly seeing this blue-eyed man with this dagger, or the guy who had the dagger in her dream. Yeah. Uh, he has a dagger. That's where the stabby stabby comes in. And and it looks like the dagger that she thinks killed her mom. Yes. Right. Like, I mean, there's something. There's, there's something dagger. there too. Yeah. yeah. That that is. She's she witnessed her mom's when she was murder seven. when she was seven. And, right. And she's she's had these recurring nightmares ever since. But they seem to have been triggered more recently by the fact that she was in a car accident with her boyfriend played by yeah. by George Hilton. Yeah, I guess George Hilton was never her husband. No, they were they, never they, married. People assume they're husband right. and wife, but they're not. They're not. Uh, but that was not not that either one was against the idea. They it's just that the lady wanted to get well, I think is what she said to her doctor or something. She wanted Yeah. She she wasn't mentally or emotionally prepared. Right. Which is fair, but she she lost her baby. Um, oh in, yeah, in the car accident that her boyfriend was driving, and she was in the car, and they hit a tree. She lost her baby, so so she's had this mental trauma from when she was a childhood that seems to have been re-triggered by the loss of her child and um this in this car accident because the the yeah I forgot that's about when that. they start having problems. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. that is mentioned a couple of times, and then. Phew, you thrown out it. the window. You see it actually right after her nightmare. You see her nightmare, and yes. then you see the car accident, and then she wakes up. Yes. Yep. Yeah, but again, that that car it's, accident's kind of just tossed. Well, the whole the whole thing is very disorienting anyway. Right. Um. So it's hard to kind of keep track of all of these mental issues, right? <laughs> yeah. Because they're kind of got a lot of kind of flying out from right. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um. She's paranoid. Yeah. 
that's another issue. I mean, the movie is purposefully disorienting. Right. Yeah. And, well, yeah, and that's something we'll definitely talk about uh, as we kind of go through this. So, really, the, the main thrust of this movie is that um, there's this really, like, they're, they're, okay, you talked about the triangle that this movie kind yeah. of exists yeah. in where you have her boyfriend who is more medical-minded. Right. I don't think he's an actual doctor. No, I don't think he is. Uh, but he is more reliant on the physical Yeah, he, he feels like everything that's wrong with her could be solved with vitamins. I mean, it's a... It's kind of a silly thing to boil it down to, but that's exactly what they boil it down to. Right. To that's where we were 50 years ago. To represent the, the physical nature of healing. It's just you just need more vitamins. Just, yeah. just load them vitamins yeah. into you. But that's yeah. the camp that he is in. Right. He is right. in a physical Your body health. needs to be healed. Right. She is in a mental health corner where she goes to see this guy who seemingly is a very good uh, psychiatrist. Right. Um, he seems to care a lot about what she's going and her through. Her sister is the one who takes her to the psychiatrist. Right. But we learn that there's a third element, a spiritual element. Yep. Mystical, so, maybe, yes. Yes, and, and it's it's actually physically represented. So the movie begins, uh, the guy finds his, his girlfriend in, in the shower, and he puts her to bed. And he's like, I will stay. He's, he travels a lot for Gives work. her vitamins first. Right, which looks yeah. like those uh, Paws egg coloring yeah. tablets. Yep. And anyway. It probably was. Except for they didn't use vinegar. Well, yeah. Because she drank that shit. Well, she didn't drink that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't drink the Paws egg dye, but no, yes. No, but it looked like it. It's yeah. like the little tablets you drop in and it the, diffuses. The, the magic of movies. Yes. Yes. So... She <laughs> I thought all this was real. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, anyway, so, <laughs> um, so he eventually says, "I gotta leave. I gotta go catch this train because I gotta go travel or whatever and meet up with some clients." Yeah, he's, he's in and out of this movie. Right, he is barely a hero, but the, he is a hero. The device of him having to travel a lot works really well. Because he can always show up when the plot needs him. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> which is good. Which is that—that that is what you want for your hero is to make sure he's always where he needs to be. Right. Um, although he's not really a hero. I don't know if there is a hero in this movie, but well, he's—he's he's one of the characters that, and that's what makes it a great giallo. Honestly, is there's a lot of shady people. And you don't know who to trust at any given time. So until the shit hits, until the, fan the shit hits the fan in, in the, the last, act, right? In the last ten minutes, and and so he is he's suspect, right? And several other characters allude to the fact that they think he's suspect, right? So and and there's a physical representation of something that you're not entirely sure if he's faithful. It also helps, I think, that he was the bad guy, ultimately in. The um, case of the Scorpion's Tail, oh, the, the movie that okay. Martino made with George Hilton the year before, right? right? So he's kind of got this. Oh yeah, we gotta he, watch him close. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got a face that is. You could see him play a Bond villain. Yeah, you know, or or something. But anyway, so he leaves to go catch his train, and there's this wonderful little shot that is. Uh, basically, he comes outside of the apartment building, which is this really cool building in England. It is. And uh, it looks like what probably used to be a palace mm -hmm. that's now been turned into Absolutely. apartments. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, because it's even it it's even looks like it's it's boxed in. It's got like a right angle, yeah. to it. Yeah, it's really neat. 
So uh, he comes outside and there's this redheaded lady that lives someplace in the building uh, saying goodbye to her boyfriend. And he kind of is watching them. And from the window of his apartment, uh, our main girl, Jane, our main character, is watching him. Yep. Also, in another building or in another uh, window a uh, little bit down, so it creates this chi- triangle, is this blonde lady who's watching him. And then, and that's Mary is her name. Yes. And then Jane watches Mary watch, uh, what's his name? Oh, the her her boyfriend. Um, I can't remember his name. Um, it's a it's a plain name. Richard. Yeah, Richard. Richard. Yeah. Uh, so so you've got this triangle of people, and it's like so you're given a little bit of thought that well maybe he's not faithful, and maybe right. that's why he's gone so much. But then, no, we're setting up that triangle of the mental, the physical, and the spiritual yeah, health. Absolutely. Uh, of a person uh, of a full person if you will so we uh, so we find out that um also we got the sister of the so (laughs) barbara barbara's the sister of of jane's uh and like it seems like she is kind of flirty with richard yes and he's not he's He's not really flirty back, but he says complimentary things to her. I don't think it's flirty. And she seems to also be in the camp of the psychological um, because she's the one who makes the appointment for Jane. With Dr. Burton. With Dr. Burton. Right. <laughs> these names, I don't know how I'm remembering these names. <laughs> I had I had some, some, some Hellboy cinnamon whiskey while we were watching this. <laughs> giving you like devil power. I, well, that's important. Yeah. As it turns and out. As it does turn out, it is important. So uh, Mary, <laughs> I got these names. So Mary becomes friends with uh, Jane. Come to find out that she's just an ancillary uh, uh, tenant in this really cool place palatial yeah, she just, apartment she just building. seemed to have just moved in to this apartment yeah so they strike up a friendship she explains uh, so jane explains to mary it's like i have these terrible nightmares this guy follows me around she's been followed physically in the physical world or at least we think it's the physical world i have no reason to believe it's not later on in the movie but uh she gets followed by the blue-eyed man that's in her in her nightmares uh she tells mary about it and mary's like oh I had it much worse yeah. than you. Yeah. Oh, fuck you, lady. I love, I love media. She's like, a it's yeah. like you don't even know what pain is. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, you don't know shit, and dummy. Then she, and then she's like, but, but all it took for me to be cured of all of my troubles was a uh, essentially a black mass, is what she says. She has a, a more fancy Latin name for it. But then, but then she's, it basically is back. No, back. she says you gotta go, gotta go see a. Um, oh, damn it, uh, uh, a Sabbath. A Sabbath, yes, a, a Sabbath, which is a priest of a black right, mass, <laughs> right? Yeah, but then she says, um, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, when, how soon can we do it?" You know, um, Jane asks Mary, and she's she said, "Well, we could immediately." Uh, I'll see you at five. But she's like, "We could immediately, but maybe you should think about it first. And then Jane says, "No, I'm ready. Let's do it." And then immediately Mary's like, "I got her," and she's like, "Well, we could go right now." And she's like, "Oh shoot, I've got to go to my I don't know the, the appointment with the solicitor." Yeah, and then and then Mary says, "Well, you could be done by five. 
I'll see you at I'll five. I'll see you at five. And it's like, oh, oh, whoa, we're going to a black mass. <laughs> yeah, well, wow. I mean, that was decided quickly. Not only are they going to go to a black mass, <laughs> they get, so she she shows up. Yeah. And because she, she went to go see the solicitor, blue-eyed man was there, she freaks out. Yep. She comes back home. Mary's like tapping her watch. It's like, the fuck you been? Yeah, devil waits for no woman. <laughs> yeah, this isn't the cinema where you can just show up anytime <laughs> you want. exactly what she says. Yeah, so good. You can't do that shit at Flick's Brewhouse or Alamo Draft House. Fuck I know no. that. Fuck you, no. You got to show up on time. Be you, there on time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate those people. Yeah. If, if I'm going to be late, I'm just not going to go in. Right. Yeah. I mean. I'm yeah. just, that's not going to happen. But. But. Especially when it's a black mask. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> um, so so she's like, yeah, we got to go, fucker, you dumb bitch. Like, everybody talks down to to, to Jane. To Jane. Yeah. It seems, like, they treat her like a child. Oh, absolutely. Really, that's what it is. Absolutely. Uh, everybody basically, uh, except for the doctor, uh, what do they call that? In, uh, infant, uh, infanticizer. Yes. Uh, the, um because Mary certainly talks down to Jane. Her sister seems to think, I know what's best for you. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the boyfriend's not that bad at it. He's, he's um, amazingly patient. Yes, he is. He does have one moment early in the movie where he says to her, just like, you know that I lost a child too. And he gets like kind of like, oh, yeah. like trying to shift the, the victim you know, from her to him. Yeah, although I think if you change the delivery of that exact line, yeah, it, it's 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 uh, empathetic. Yeah, I think that's I think it's meant to play that way. Yeah, it, but it, but, but it, it's the, it gets lost. In you translation. lose something of the dubbing too. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so, <laughs> but then you also find out that he was the one who was driving the car, and then you start to warn you. You do feel badly for him. Yes, because he is he has taken on some of the blame. And her he, sister, he's blames living. He's him. probably living with a lot of guilt. Yeah, yeah. And I think at one point her sister blames him. Yes, she does. Uh, that's like, when you find out that he was driving. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because like it's one of those she scenes. She kind of throws it in his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, well, you're the one driving. You're the one who caused all of this trauma. Exactly. You're, yeah. It's this is all because of you. Right. Yeah. Yep. Which is kind of shitty. It's thing a real to shitty do. thing to do. <laughs> Doesn't matter. We find out the the that Barbara's a bitch anyway. Oh yeah. Um, a hot, sexy bitch. Hot, sexy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the great thing about these Italian movies. It, like your main stars are hot. Yeah. Um, All the young women are just beautiful. Uh, yeah. Then there's the weirdo women at the Black Mass, well, which is yeah. where we're at now. Th- those those women are cast f- for a specific purpose. <laughs> yeah. It's like get get us look weird get, and freaky. Get, yeah. Get, get, <laughs> get us some women that look like rotten cans of cat food and in then, a trash bag, and then do them up <laughs> even worse. Yeah. <laughs> And make them not wear any clothes. Oh, yes. So speaking of clothing, so they get to the Black Mass. Yeah. It's not just that they're going to a Black Mass. They're in ceremonial garb. Yep. They got pendants and shit and everything. Yeah, like they are in. And it's like Jane is like, whatever it takes to get rid of the blue-eyed man, which this only makes it worse. Oh, yes. So so basically. I mean, they, they sacrifice a dog. Yes, they they drink the blood. They, they make her drink the blood of the dog. No, yeah. Well, okay, but they, they also make her drink more through the mouth of of, yes. of evil Peter her tool. Right, he drinks it and he like kisses her with the bloody mouth. Ugh. Then then they give her the chalice to drink more, 
Then basically, from what I can tell, she gets gang raped. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. Rape, yes. Because she's 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 just like showing up. And and she seems to be almost immediately like in and out of consciousness. Like she doesn't quite comprehend what's going on. I didn't quite comprehend what's going on. All that fisheye, via, you know, that that POV fisheye yeah, stuff yeah. really is disorienting they to me. They have the shot of the um, the sabbat, right? Yeah, the guy he, who we said he, looks like um, like a shitty Peter O'Toole mixed with Hans Gruber or something. Yeah, yeah. he's also a little bit of uh, of evil George Harrison. Yes, yes. <laughs> he they have the shot where he is on top of her. He comes at the camera. Puts himself on top of her, and then while she's looking over the shoulder of him on top of her, she sees him again in that fisheye view coming at her again. Oh, it's I like, didn't notice. You didn't that. notice that? Oh my god, it's creepy as all hell. I it's wouldn't like, have liked it's, that it's like at all. He, it's while he's on top of her, he's also still coming at her. Oh, it's that's weird. So weird and very, very, very skeevy. Oh, the whole thing is skeevy. <laughs> But that in particular, like, got under my skin. So they is that got under that your got skin. under my skin. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the Black Sabbath is <laughs> is. <laughs> but that happened during the Black Sabbath. That right, was like the right. seed in the thing that <laughs> was the 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 peak of skin crawl for me. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> Just how gross some of those people were that were forced to like she was forced way, to make the, out with. And the way they move, they kind of sidestep back and forth. <laughs> oh my god, it's like it's just it's, wrong. It's, it's it's a it's a satanic line dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, they're pretty effective. <laughs> it's 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 kooky. But then she wakes up in bed. Yeah, everything after this seems happens, cool. Everything is like oh. Okay, and then that was just another one of my crazy dreams, and maybe it was. But then she drives out back to where the black mass happened. Yeah, and she uh, uh, is just kind of hanging out there, or whatever. And then she's like, um, sees blue eyed man, and and evil uh, evil Peter Peter O evil tool. Um, and then she realizes, oh no, all this was real. Yeah. And now she has to kill her friend Mary. Yes. Because Mary wanted out. Yes. But the only way you get out is by bringing somebody else in, and then you have to die. That seems so. This suspect? This, to me, I think is where this movie doesn't work, is with the Mary storyline. Because it's almost like they wrote it and then wrote the ending later, and then that whole subplot doesn't make a lot more sense anymore. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that's because fair. It's like and and to me honestly the way I kind of feel at the end of the movie which we won't I won't ruin it yet, but um I get the feel that they aren't really devil worshipers at all. Like the whole thing is a way to fuck with Jane and get and get essentially kill her, right? Because we find out that there's a whole there's a whole like a real reason why Barbara wants Jane out of the picture. You know what I mean? Boy, that's see, a tough. See, see, it's yeah, where it gets convoluted for me, though, because yeah. because it's like they were wanting to do this to I, I to Jane never... anyway. So why does Mary want out, and why does she have to bring Jane in when actually it's Barbara pulling all the strings anyway? It's it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, but okay, but uh, I mean, I, I, first I just of all, pulled like a huge thread off of my shirt. 
and, and 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 I was like, yeah, that's kind of and crumpled it up. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of like what we got all here. the colors of the dark. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't really all add up. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, and and I've never really heard of a situation where an Italian movie gets convoluted. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> So I don't know if I'm buying this. Um, well, I'm here. I'm here to critique this. It, it's, it, <laughs> it, I, it, it, it. Still, I think the point. The point I'm trying to make is that it is a plot line that's supposed to confuse you. That ultimately kind of dead ends because of how they actually pull the rug out from under you. And that always, yeah. that always just bugs me. Yeah, yeah I mean, when, when the whole enough. thing was just existed to manipulate you and it doesn't actually make any logical sense. Well, but here's the thing, though. Okay, so maybe, okay, maybe it is less a devil-worshipping thing because, like, there is that scene with the, with the, so, okay, basically what ends up happening is is that Mary gets terrorized, not Mary, no, Mary, Mary gets killed by Jane. She Jane is terrorized by the blue-eyed man. Yes. And he basically is hunting her down. Yeah. And killing anybody who gets in the way. And uh, is get, basically taking his marching orders from evil evil Peter O'Toole. Right. Then he is... Um, uh, you find out that, that, that her sister was in the cult, too. Yeah. And uh, 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 Richard finds that out and 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 kills her, but makes it look like a suicide. Yeah, good on him. But did he? Well, she was holding the gun. Oh, she was holding the gun. Yeah. Oh, she was the one that was grabbing. She for the grabbed gun. the gun. That wasn't clear to me. Okay, she opens it because right. she's basically trying to woo him, drop his guard, and then kill him. Okay, so I she's grabbing he was the gun, the one grabbing and he the gun. takes her hand and, and pulls and the pull, trigger. All right, all so right. her. Prints are on the on the gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot more sense yeah. now. Okay, right, because that's how they basically wrote off the fact that he ultimately murdered her. Right, but he saw what was going on and he knew that he was probably going to be a target. Right. Um, and then you find out that there <laughs> the police have been on to this cult for a while. Right, and and then they find out that um that Jane and Barbara's mom had left a huge inheritance for for them when they turned a certain age. And Barbara um, was keeping that from Jane because Barbara wanted all of the money. She didn't want to share it. But here's the thing, though. I believe... So she needed Jane out of the picture. No, but wait, wait. Back up for a second. That inheritance. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody following at home here? It's um, There you go. So, Itali Italian horror, man. Uh, this is a new thing to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back up. Back up a second. I'm going to try to unravel this. Okay, back this up thread. a sec. So the police said... As it turns out, the man who killed your mother left you an inheritance. No, it was the yeah, not the man. Yeah, the man who killed. Yeah, then he was found dead in Australia, which sent the the solicitor in, uh, into action. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It was the death of the guy who killed their mom. Weird. That that triggered the inheritance. Okay. All right, that's fucking weird, ain't it? Yeah. I don't know, man. Italy, but then it's like <laughs> if Barbara wants Jane out of the way, why? Because it's Italian is the only reason I could come up with the reason why she makes killing Jane so fucking complicated. But I also think this is a real cult. It could be. I mean, maybe it is. But also, Blue-eyed Man just kind of shows up. 
wherever she is. It's like he's like seriously supernatural. So like, what are they ultimately though? Yeah, they want her in the cult. It seems. But then she doesn't want in the cult. So then they're like, well, we got to kill you. You can't renounce Satan. That's not going to happen. <laughs> if you renounce Satan, we're going to kill you before you can. Right. So, OK, that's what I Barbara, see the, that's probably I, what Barbara wants. But they also still want her in the cult. So how does this work out for Barbara? And also Barbara <laughs> is in love with Richard but she's also you get it's very heavily implied that she's with the crazy Peter O'Toole devil guy. Oh yeah, because at when, the end when, he tries to kill Richard for killing his lady Barbara. <sighs> <laughs> and I was afraid that we wouldn't have anything to talk about here. Because this is the seemingly is relatively straightforward and surreal. But so it's, it's kind of straightforward and surreal. That's those straightforward are straightforward and surreal. And no, those are both oxymorons. Yes. So it, it, the movie happens. <laughs> That's what I meant by straightforward. It's surreal, mm -hmm. which makes it hard to talk about because everything seems to become disjointed. What's interesting, though, is I think everything Oy. that you see happen in the movie happens, except for her nightmare at the beginning. So it makes me kind of feel like they're trying to make her crazy, right? Yeah. But why involve the psychiatrist? Because he is a good guy. And he's ultimately killed by the blue-eyed guy. For getting in the way. For getting in the way. But but Barbara got him in the way in the first place. Because she's the one who made the appointment for Mary, well, for, she's, she's, for Jane. She, she's got, that's her cover story. I'm I'm looking out for your best interest. Okay. I'm your sister. Okay, so that's her cover story. All right. I'll buy that. Yeah. I'll buy that. So she, she is, she she's is trying, she's lowering trying. the guard by being the sister. Okay. All right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. No, really. I'm, yeah. I'm with that. I'm with right. that. Yeah. I, I can what else that. you got? Let's, let's see what else we can knock out. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's about it. Oh, my God. I think that's about it. Um, all right. So. But honestly, I like this movie. Yeah. Like, I really do. It, it, it makes you. It kind of makes your head spin a little bit. And that's what I like about it. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. So let, let's talk a little bit about <laughs> that sort of like the production and, and, and the so forth. Because uh, we've alluded to some things. Um, is this a Giallo? I we think so. That question. I, I think, think so. so. Um, giallos, more often than not, have some sort of surrealism to it. Um, we talked about how Deep Red certainly has a, a supernatural or a metaphysical, or not metaphysical, but a, a, a paraphysical element to it. I think there's one big thing about this movie that makes it a giallo i think if you told this story without barbara turning bad it's not a giallo okay and the reason for that is because every everyone is known as a bad guy generally the giallo killer is a pair of gloved hands right or yes at least a mystery right, right. or shaded face uh -huh. or you know maybe you can make out a so if a they gender, played it if they it. played it straight straightforward as um the devil cult trying to kill um jane because and she doesn't want it because she doesn't want it in the cult then that to me is not a giallo that just becomes what hammer was doing at yes. the same time which was the the sa satanic stuff yes, exactly yeah 
but it's also kind of commenting on that as well and, yeah. and putting that kind of story in, with a giallo twist which is they're just a bunch of con people yeah right which is but, kind of, which is kind of what i like about the idea that they're not they don't worship the devil at all they just use that to forward their kind of crazy schemes so in other words evangelical yeah e- yeah evangelists the evangelical right like a televangelist yeah. for sure yeah 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 it's like it's yeah like maybe they believe it sort of kind of but really they're just criminals right really yeah. they want your money so yeah. they can get a private it's, jet. It's all con yeah. yeah yeah i mean i half expect um mary to show up alive right it's right right yeah right. yeah like it was all a special effect yeah. but because they even said that she was a former actress yeah who they thought died years ago turned up under this alias or took on this alias so she's also taking on a role yeah and then but then they they confirmed her death by finding a bunch of dead bodies in the in the basement of the of the worship which again makes me think that they were this whole thing was staged and they hired her to play that role to lure jane in and then they killed her because she was a witness well you could take it i mean i'm not i'm not poo-pooing that right I'm just saying that's another way that some people could look at this movie, which again is giallo. It's like is oh, is the supernatural yeah. stuff really supernatural? Yeah, and and ultimately, really, there's nothing supernatural in this movie. It's some people. Uh, some I people still say the the, the blue eyed man is surprisingly. <laughs> he he just shows up places somehow. <laughs> yeah, because as soon as you she shows ex- up, you could explain that stuff away. But yeah, but well, okay. Ultimately, it's Barbara telling him. But yeah, which should we find out? But. I mean, she didn't know that she was at the at the at the summer home this, of the doctor, and is, then he shows up, and this, it's like, wait, what? This is what confuses you about this movie. This is it. This is where I was like, okay, wait. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you would think if someone listening to this podcast would think that we hated this movie no or at least i hated this movie but i really like this movie it's it's a well-made movie it's very well made it's a very tightly made movie it knows how to use a frame it knows how to use what type of camera it wants to use what kind of uh like crane shots Mm -hmm. oh my god there's so many beautiful crane shots very very well executed i mean and some great camera movement yes the camera movement is wonderful you can anybody could get a crane right yeah but not anyone can shoot really effective shots with a crane and martino shoots the fucking shit out of this movie right yep so i mean we like this movie a lot (laughs) but we've got questions (laughs) um no but uh so like uh, the, the the giallo element it qualifies, although I will still say that kind of like Suspiria. Well, maybe, um, yeah, I guess, or or Deep Red, where there is seemingly a paranormal element, yeah. that may or may not be actual, yeah. Uh, but it's, the, I mean, the fucking thing that come busting out of that goddamn closet in Deep Red was moving on its own. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know what that uh, is, but but and then Blue Eyed Man shows you, up. Did you know that? <laughs> getting back to that in Deep Red, that, that everybody, everybody told Argento to cut that. They're like, no, you cannot put that in. It's like this is ridiculous. They all they all fought him and fought him. His dad, who was a producer, I think, uh, in the studio, nobody wanted it. I mean, he insisted, and I think if I'm not mistaken, they got. Um, 
I forget. It's a famous puppet master who did some uh, puppet mm. work, special effects work on some pretty famous uh, U.S. films that he got. Oh, E.T. The guy who created E.T. Oh, wow. Is the one who did the puppet effect for that. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that amazing? Um, but yeah, anyway, that's just a fun little thing. I oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but but still, it's like there there is seemingly an element of supernatural behavior. Sure. And you can, I guess it really kind of depends on how, maybe it depends on your own personal view of the world, sure. whether or not something is truly, that is the work of, of the devil or, or whatever, or it's just Barbara calling people up and saying, Hey, she's going to be here. Right. You know, or I suspect she will be here because again, that very fucking night that he drops her off at the, at, at the summer home. There's Blue Eyed Man. He's right there. He's right there. So it's like Barbara wouldn't have known she until the next day. That. Yeah, she didn't true. know until the next day. But and he was already there. Yeah, yeah. So he's the he's, he's supernatural. The devil devil tor- teleporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, have you again, seen? Oh. D- sorry, real quick. D- have you seen the his not a follow up, but the movie he made next? Martino Torso. I no, think, but I know of it. I, I I have not seen it yet either. I have it. I'm going to watch it soon. Um, I wanted to watch it before we talked about this, but I didn't get a chance. I you know I think that's the one that he's the most famous for. I, yeah, I want to say torso. I've heard of definitely. Yeah, and how maybe I have seen. That's something else I was going to talk about towards the end of this episode. Anyway, um, I may have seen parts of yeah. it. Yeah, uh, there are a lot of Italian movies I have seen parts of. Yeah. And you try to try to t- try to fucking Google what's going on in an Italian movie to get a title of a movie. <laughs> it ain't easy. You're gonna come up probably with nothing or a hundred things. You're gonna come up with in the mouth of madness. You've gone crazy <laughs> reading what you're trying to find. Um, you're like, wait, how did I end up on the dark web? <laughs> yeah. How do I end up buying plutonium? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> you um, wake up, it's under your bed, like yeah. in fucking Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> the blue-eyed man shows up with my plutonium. It's like, whoa. Um, but uh, uh, what I was going to say is uh, another hallmark of Giallo, of Italian, like highbrow Italian filmmakers, of particularly in horror, is the color. There's color oh, out yeah. the wing wang here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, you've got um, even even down to the various women in that triangle shot that uh-huh. I was saying. You got a redhead, a blonde, and a brunette. Yep. You've got uh, her sister, who's also a redhead mm-hmm. or a strawberry blonde, mm-hmm. who wears typically purple because it looks like she has purple eyes. Yep. She has purple inside of her apartment. Um, that last scene that she's in when Richard is there, there's a flashing green light, which I'm going to assume if we look back, green is probably some sort of element tied to the devil along with blue. Yeah, sure. Uh, Because at one point Mary's wearing green when she's Mm -hmm. talking and when she's telling her, it's like, well, your your problems ain't shit. Here's what I did. I'll pick you up at five. (laughs) We're going to a black mass. Um, Ladies night. Yeah. Um, she was wearing green in that scene. It's like I'm I'm always very conscious of the colors in an Italian movie because uh, they typically mean something yep. or they're assigned to something. Yep. Um, and uh, I believe there are several times in which uh, uh, Jane is wearing red. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah, there there seems to be a, a, a lot of uh, a, a lot of color assignment, which is something obviously Argento is best known for. But I think it's been I think that's just an Italian thing. I mean, I mean, giallo itself means yellow, you know. I yeah. mean, so it's it, it, I think it just sort of yeah, it is in the Italian filmmaking psyche. Right. Yep. Um. So. <laughs> Uh, you want to talk about the music? You're a music guy. Um, sure. I mean, it's, I like it. I mean, I don't, I don't even know who, who composed this. Um, I'll have to look it up. Uh, yeah. I mean, the seven release comes with the, with, with the soundtrack. Uh, I, I think it comes, does it come with the full, all the colors of the dark soundtrack or does it come with a, like a sampler of just Italian giallo themes? That's a good question. Let me I think go it's, look. I think it's giallo themes. Music is by Bruno Nicolai. Which, if I click on his name, I'm sure I'll see a trillion fucking spaghetti westerns and um, and uh, giallos. And yep, sure do. Um, huh. Hey, he also scored Caligula, Caligula for Tinto Brass. That's interesting. Oh, there you go. That's that's where uh, evil uh, Peter O'Toole came from. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it's the original motion picture soundtrack composed by Bruno Nicolai. Cool. It's good. It's a good soundtrack. Um, he had did a bunch of Jess Franco scores, and his work was featured in the Quentin Tarantino film Kill Bill Volume Two. Oh, cool! Which um, not surprising. I that's guess. not surprising. I mean, Quentin Tarantino always has something to say about these fucking movies. That and, I like. And Volume Two in particular had a very strong Italian vibe. Yeah. Yep. Um, also, uh, Jess Franco though is Spanish. Yeah. But this was a, a Spanish Italian co-production, mm-hmm. which right there told me shit's gonna get extra weird yep i think i feel like anyone making involved with anything in the 60s or 70s um in italian filmmaking has got something django on their filmography yeah i mean that's a given yeah uh oh my copy was a limited edition of 2500 that came with the bonus soundtrack Mm, yes yeah how about that uh anyway uh susan scott uh was that her sister Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, this this movie is most of it we are seeing directly from the uh, from the perspective of Jane, and I think that really really helps this movie. Uh, I don't know if there's there's hardly is there any scene other than when the two scenes that that um, that that uh, Richard and oh, yeah. Barbara are together. I think every other scene. I think Jane every other scene in. Jane is in. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, yeah, the only other scenes would be scenes with um, Barbara and Richard. Yeah, because there's think, only really one scene where where Barbara and Jane are together, mm-hmm. and that's at near the very beginning when they're um, they're driving to some driving to the psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she does. She carries the movie. Um, she's very believable. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she's just she has a look in her eye that's very, I don't I don't believe what I'm seeing, but not like an, in a shocked way. Just she she doesn't know if what she's seeing is real, and she yes. has to play off that. Uh, which I mean, this whole script probably read like and weird thing happens, <laughs> react to it. You know? Yeah, right. Um, look shocked, look terrified, look dismayed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she does all those things well. Yes, she does. Uh, so uh, Edwig, Edwig, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, she was in a movie, according to the back of this, uh, Strip Nude for Your Killer. Oh, yeah, that's um, that, that's another Giallo, yeah. I forget who directed that one. That is an enticing title. Yes, I'm yes, going to have to look into that. Uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, what else you you want to add to this? Uh? Um, I just wanted to look up Strip Nude for Your Killer. <laughs> You might end up on the dark web there. <laughs> it was written by um, Sergio. No, wait, it wasn't. Hold on. I'm going to find out. You find out. Um, one thing I was going to say about this is that... Uh, Andrea Bianchi. Hmm. And written by Andrea Bianchi and Massimo Felisati. Uh... And uh, Bianchi also did, I think, um, Andrea, uh, uh, Andrea Bianchi, I think, had something to do with the movie called, um, uh, um, oh, shit. It's got, uh, it's got the lady from Extro in it, uh, Macabre. Is that, uh, am I right on that? Um, I don't know, but, uh, holy shit. Uh, no, uh, that you're thinking of Burial Ground. <laughs> well let's talk a little bit about what yes. we got coming up here in a little while yes. uh so um I, I want to say andrea is a woman director but no. i i but guess no, not it's not um, andrea so is andrea is, bianchi directed varial ground yeah uh no that is not uh, andrea is a uh is a male name in europe um so uh yeah so later this we we like italian movies enough if you haven't noticed <laughs> by our utter and total confusion <laughs> Over this movie, uh, we decided we're going to watch a bunch of Italian movies later this summer. Yes. So uh, look out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> more, uh, one of which. More of the um, the sort of Italian ripoff variety. Well, yeah. The first two that we're going to we're going to talk about, one of which is uh, is the uh, Burial Ground. Burial Ground. Uh, that is, I would almost say that's a little bit more in line with the Blind Dead sure. quadrilogy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what is it really ripping it off, or is it just ripping off zombie movies? Probably just ripping off zombie movies. Yeah. Uh, Eaten Alive is kind of benefiting a little bit from Jonestown. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got real ripoffs: mm-hmm. Robo War, yeah. and uh, and and Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three. Not <laughs> that Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three. The actual Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three was Leatherface, right? That yeah, that's the one with with Matthew McConaughey. No, no, that's four. That's the new generation. Oh, that's right. The third one was one that I was just called Leatherface. Leatherface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Saw's family is yeah. what it said on the front of the box. Yeah, it was just picture of uh, Leatherface. Leatherface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. Because two is the one with Dennis Hopper. Yeah, two is honestly the most fun of them all. I think, but yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah. Weird. It's very weird. But yeah. So, but anyway, this is this is a, a straight up Bruno Matai ripoff. <laughs> yes. It's a little bit of a follow up to our Shocking Dark from right. last year, right? right. Uh, because why not? Uh, and Robo War. I mean, my God, who <laughs> just says, "Hey, let's mix, let's combine RoboCop and Predator." Sure, sure. <laughs> you got my ticket money. Uh, so uh, they were but, doing a crossover events long before anyone else. <laughs> yeah, it's like Marvel stole from them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that that's coming later uh, because we just like Italy that much. 
Yeah, that's exactly why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, one thing I was going to say uh, as we kind of wind down this episode, uh, I want to give a big shout out to the Roku channel, Otherworlds TV. Uh, a couple of things about that. One, uh, they are kind enough to let us do some advertising on there. We've got like little one minute advertisements for what our new episodes are. Uh, send that over to them. But uh, some of you may know, I've probably have talked about it a little bit on this show. Uh, I also have talked about it on B Movie Enema, where uh, where I do my writings. Um, a big reason why I know or I have a taste for Gialli is uh, because of a Roku channel called Bizarre TV. And uh, it was a big reason what got me back into writing uh, at the blog and everything like that uh, because I would see these weirdo movies and I couldn't tell you what they were and I'd try to Google and my eyes would bleed so I had to stop. <laughs> um but I would, uh, you know, and so, you know, I got, I got uh, exposed to a lot more uh, various Italian movies. I would not be terribly surprised if I saw bits and pieces of this movie in there or Torso or any number of Italian movies uh, made basically from 1970 until 1983, probably. Um, saw a lot of Lucio Fulci. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's when I saw uh, Tenebrae for the first time, which I think is one of my favorites. That's great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not counting Suspiria because that's so far, uh, you know, above, head and shoulders above. But Tenebrae is really, really good. Uh, but anyway. Some people say Tenebrae is the best ever. I, I'm not going I'm, I'm to yeah. deny that. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, but Otherworlds TV uh, was born out of what Bizarre TV was when uh, the, the person who ran Bizarre TV passed away from cancer. Uh, so I, uh, I kind of, uh, you know, not to, not to kind of toot my own horn or anything, I kind of helped with a little bit of the, the funding to help get Otherworlds TV up and running when uh, when the idea came about to create something that was inspired by Bizarre TV. Uh, and um, it, it's been something that uh, if anybody has a Roku out there, I recommend uh, getting that channel. It's free. Uh, it's streaming. It, it runs 24-7. Um, there's usually a weekly schedule that it follows, but it doesn't show the movies at the same time every day. Uh, lots of kind of obscure type stuff. Sometimes it's a drama. Sometimes it's uh, most of the time it's sci-fi or horror. Uh, all of it's public domain stuff. Not all of it is readily available on those Mill Creek box sets or whatever. Um, additionally, you can also uh, download it on uh, like through Google Play and through uh, Apple Store. You can get a. a mobile version of it that has all of the movies that have ever been shown on there. Great channel. I just wanted to uh, give a shout out to that. I know obviously there are channels like Shudder and and other ones that, that get a lot more attention, but I wanted to kind of uh, personally give a shout out as a thanks for letting us have a little bit of space to, yes. to show, yes. to show ads and, and to be able to talk about episodes that we release and everything like that. Yeah, and it's a fun... Um community of folks 
Yeah, everybody is there. Everybody there really likes this stuff. Even if, I mean, it's one of those things where maybe they don't like all the movies you like that week. Uh, but they're they're not contentious about your opinion. No, it's, yeah. It's it's really what a community should be yeah. and what online communities were supposed to be at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. There's no no shitting on either. Yeah, on everybody. Cor- else. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Um cool. Yeah. Uh so for our show, you can always hear us Wednesdays. Uh you can go to SoundCloud or you can go to our home base at uh filmseizure.com. You can uh, get episodes of ours on um, even on YouTube, uh, if that's your preferred method. You can also listen to us on TuneIn, uh, Spotify, uh, Google Play Music Podcasts, or whatever they call that, um, and iTunes. We're all we're we're there. We're all we're we're across the board there. Um, so check us out there. Um, you can always email us. At filmseizure at gmail.com. I, uh, gmail. Gmail, gmail at filmseizure.com. That's one of our oldest recurring <laughs> jokes. Um, I think about it every time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, I had, and I had to stop and think about it before I said it. Um, <laughs> we've got uh, episodes of Monster Mondays that you can find on <laughs> Mondays. Uh, isn't that something? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. That's what that means. Yeah. Huh. Uh, so different monster movie every, every Monday there. Uh, I think we just got done with all the Godzilla movies Ooh, I was going to talk about. Dang. Talked about five, including the most recent, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. Um, we got, uh, got a couple of bug movies coming up. We got Squirm and Bug over the next couple of Mondays. So check those out. Um, and then as I mentioned, my blog, bmovieenema.com, uh, that's, uh, Friday mornings. You can catch, uh. A whole lot of irreverence. It's re- it go- it, that that pairs really well with your morning coffee, people. <laughs> it, it really does. Like, really, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Usually Friday mornings, I'm kind of like <sighs> riding this day out. Yeah, riding this week out, right? And um, it's like we gotta just get one through one more day, and then we have the weekend, and I can start that day with a a hot piping mug of black coffee and b-movie enema <laughs> and, and what's usually funny about that is i have to take a shit at some point while drinking that first cup of coffee and reading b-movie enema hey you know what <laughs> oftentimes i'm just taking a shit on the on the blog too so yeah so yeah it, so it's just all it's kind just of all, just packaged together you know it, it's that triangle yeah. of, of your bodily health your your taste bud health yes and your mental and your health. mental health oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and a big a poop emoji in the middle. <laughs> One of those big smiling poop Shit, emojis. Now we got to design that. <laughs> that's that's got to go on the B movie Animal website. No, we'll, we'll, I'll find a way to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, next week uh, we've got uh, a film that that boy we this could this could go a long time if uh, we really want to get we deep could, into it. We could talk about this movie for. It oftentimes leaves me wide awake at night if I watch it in the evenings, uh, yeah. trying to think all the way through it. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's not a movie that is well as well liked as I think it should be, and it's also a movie that has become less liked by people our age who loved it 
I don't understand those people. You people are wrong. It's interesting, but there is, We're gonna, group, I'm sure there, we'll is that, there is that group of people. Um, it, it's yeah. This is a this one is a lot to unpack. Yeah, yeah. And that movie is Donnie Darko. Yep. So next week we got uh, all the colors of the Darko. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so until next Wednesday, my name is Jeff Arbuckle. My name is Jason Oliver, and you have been listening to Film Seizure. Madness is all you'll find.